Hey guys, welcome back to another Bite of D&D podcast. This is Micah, and sitting across from me is my co-host, Zach. And today we're going to kind of look at the difference between your random encounters and your story encounters, and how you can tailor each of those to your game. So let's start off with a quick little one-line note on what we mean by a story encounter and a random encounter. How are we distinguishing those two? A random encounter is something that you roll for that is not pre-planned and written out, and a story encounter is something that you have tailored specifically to your game. You have a scenario prepared for it. It's something that they are going to come across one way or the other. So let's talk first about random encounters, and I think story encounters, you may think, okay, I kind of know what that's going to be about, but I think maybe there that's going to be a different, there's going to be some stuff there that maybe you weren't thinking about, and so uh, hang tight on that one. I think you're going to you're gonna find some nuggets there as well, but let's talk about random encounters first, because I think that nearly everybody does random encounters wrong before they do them right. And I think a lot of the people who hate random encounters have only experienced them in a way that makes them more of an annoyance than an interesting part of the game. And I think how most of us have probably experienced them is what puts us off from them. I mean, I always think of like, you know, the Pokemon Final Fantasy effect where you just keep running into things that are slowing you down more than being an interesting part of your your story that you're going through. Yeah, I think that... Random encounters have a place. When you're traveling from location to location, it's reasonable to have that random encounter chance in there, you know. And I think that it's important that your players know that chance and that ideally they are rolling for that random encounter. So you say, you can go to get from this city to the capital, you can cut through the dark forest. And you will roll a d20 and on a 15 or higher there will be a random encounter. Or you can go around the dark forest, which is going to take a longer time, so you're going to roll twice, but it's only going to be on an 18 or higher, that or a 19 or higher, that you that you have to face a random encounter. Then let the players make that decision. I think that that's where the random encounter shines, as opposed to just saying, well, you're heading through the forest, so let's roll a d6 and have a random encounter. Like, that doesn't, I don't feel like that really plays into anybody's strengths or anybody's, what they're looking for out of a game. Well, and it, we're going to kind of dive into this later as we talk about uh, the pros and cons of each, but really when you do it like that, it just feels like you're padding your game and the time with yeah. a murder hobo session for them. Yeah, and sometimes I mean I don't want to I don't want to shoot down something that you like. I mean if if what your players like is like random encounter after random encounter. You just want to fight anything and everything anywhere any time of day. We are happy to kill something you put in front. Absolutely. Of us. There that that's that's a perfectly legitimate style of play, but for the people who are trying to have more of a long form campaign, you have more of those scenarios. I think this will help you flesh out your world without making it seem like it's just another chore. Right. So the random encounter that I would suggest is, first off, like I said, let your players know what the chances are and let them roll those chances. Also, especially when you're in a high-stakes area, like you're in a dungeon or you're in an enclosed adventure in some certain way, make that chance go up when they want to rest. I think that's the biggest use that you can have for a random encounter. And I think along with that, random encounters should be 
of at least a difficult CR rating. Basically, it should be high enough of a chance that even if it's a 20, a 1 in 20 chance of hitting that random encounter, they are concerned by that because, hey, look, we are, we have lost half our spells. We could keep going or we could rest, do a full rest in the middle of this dungeon. But if we roll an 18 or higher, we're going to be fighting something that's going to be rough. Yeah, I think it was Matt Colville who said he liked to throw his, his dungeon boss at his players when they tried to pull a, a long rest. Yeah. So I, it, it should be dangerous. I mean, people aren't just waiting in a room for you to come and find them. They're still living, breathing, and if you've been fighting your way through already, they most certainly know something's up. Yeah, I, I, there's nothing that's that's worse than you having this elaborate lich dungeon prepared and you you have kind of balanced it to where you feel like the party can make good headway in certain areas and, and they don't need to rest and then they do what is called the five minute day, the five minute work day and they fight one group of skeletons and they're like wow let's let's close let's shut this door and take a rest one room at a time we're gonna head back to town or chill out here for a little bit every time gotta get the warlocks short rest in so they can get their spells back yeah when that that's when i like that's when i start to say okay you can do a short rest here but you're gonna roll a d20 and it's gonna be a random encounter and on an 18 or higher you're gonna be fighting something nasty um, and we'll we'll figure out what that's going to be. That'll make those players pause. That'll make them say, "Well, maybe we could go a little bit further." And what you want—that's that's beautiful because what you're always wanting to do to heighten that sense of risk, that sense of meaningfulness within an adventure, is to start making them manage resources. Well, and I I think I got this from the uh, oh the Down with D and D podcast, one of their recent ones. Maybe it was the DM Di- Deep Dive, but it was a phrase that I really liked because it struck far too close to home for me, but your players will optimize the fun out of anything. Yeah. And if you give them the opportunity to rest and get all their resources back and never take any risk, they're going to take it because it's the smart thing to do. And I think gamers as a whole like to try and do the smart thing, right? Yeah. They, they like to, to beat the system. and They save before a boss. Yeah, yeah. So you want to take away that save... Yeah. And and make things uh, a little bit more intense. Yes, you want that drama out of out of your encounters. Nothing's nothing's less dramatic than a, a, a dark, spooky dungeon where you're napping every ten minutes. <laughs> so that's kind of my suggestions for a random encounter. Not necessarily. I mean, you guys know how to build a random, uh, just you know, a random table, and how to build a random encounter. Hopefully, um, if not, let us know, and we can kind of dive more fully into that. But what I wanted to do is kind of separate these two things and talk about compare the two together. So the next one would be the story encounter. And as Micah said before, this is something that you've planned out. What I kind of compare this to is like, you've got your, your regular fights and your main encounters within an adventure. But then sometimes you're like, well, what if they, instead of going into the keep, what if they go to the north, around the keep to the north end and investigate over there before they enter the ruins? Maybe there should be something over there for them to encounter just so that maybe they turn around and go back. Maybe just to let them know that uh, there's kind of like a little foreshadow of what they can expect inside. But I'm just going to kind of put that there. If they walk into it, that's great. If they don't walk into it, it's just there. It doesn't take away from the story. And to me, or or you're like, you're like, hey, I've got a cool idea for an encounter that would maybe drop an item that they'll find interesting or whatever. 
Um, and they've got to travel between these two towns, so instead of rolling a random encounter, I'm going to put this pre-planned story moment in between the towns in the dark forest for them to fight the kobolds, find the, the pendant necklace that has a locket on it that um, has a face in it that they recognize. Like, that's a story encounter to me, and I think that there's some pros and cons with it, and I think that you can supplement these two things, the random encounter and the story encounter, but all in all, I think that the story encounter can end up being more like padding more often. And kind of on that padding thing, I think the way you avoid that is if you're going to plan an encounter, if you're going to put an encounter inside the dark forest there that they're going to encounter no matter what, whether they know it or not, something about that encounter needs to become relevant to them soon. Not five sessions down the road because they're not going to remember the random encounter they had in the forest. Right. You need to make sure something happens in that encounter that will be relevant to them soon. Because otherwise it's no better than having a random encounter without a, a tactical decision behind it. It's no better than just throwing in an encounter for the sake of, again, just giving them something to kill, which is not an interesting use of your time when you're trying to plan out your session. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's the big thing is like, I think a lot of times when I fall into the story encounter, and again, I, I'm going to knock it here, and I, there are times when it's useful, but I think a lot of times when I start building the story encounter is because I'm building an adventure, planning out the next session, and I'm like, they're not going to fight anything until the end or they're, you know, a three hour session and I've got one thing for them to fight. And it's certainly at the end of the session, I'm going to throw in some orcs at the beginning because then they can fight something and give some energy to the session right out the gate. And then they can keep going. That's great. But it really, is it adding to your story? Is it adding to your play? I mean, arguably if you have a bunch of murder hobos, but I, I don't think that it's really giving you what you think it's giving you. Yeah, and if you want to do something like that, again, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I've done that before, too, where I just want to have, I feel like it's going to be a very roleplay-heavy session. I know all the players that I've got enjoy combat at least a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I try to throw something in for every game with them, and I know if I know it's going to be a very heavy roleplay session with little chance of any other combat, I may throw something in there just so they get something. And there's there's nothing wrong with doing that, but make sure you're not doing it with too much frequency. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the key here is to keep in mind if you're going to do a story encounter that it's a story encounter. And that you need to try to tie it in somehow with either one of their backgrounds. Maybe they did something to piss off another adventurer group. Maybe they crossed the wrong baron two towns over when the uh, bard slept with his daughter. You know, tie it in somehow to things they have done or will be coming up for them. Absolutely. I think that that's... The, the story adventure is one that's easier to fall prey to just saying like... And, ah, oh man, it's just... It's so easy. It's so easy to think, I well, this will be fine. And then it falls apart. So that that would be my strong suggestion is when you're building... I, I think that the advice of this episode as a whole is when you're building your encounters, especially those side encounters, think about why you're building them and what they're really adding to your game other than an initiative role. Yeah, like you said, I think the moral of this story is have a reason for what you're putting into the game and give your players some agency in what you're doing, especially when it comes to the random encounter side of things. Yeah, so real quick, um, just uh, to kind of cut through the slog and give some quick bullet points for like the pros and cons for each one. Some bullet points to take home. 
Um, when we're talking about the random encounter, what are we looking at? For pros, we're looking at encourages players to think about pace. I think it also gives your world a heightened sense of risk. And I think that the random encounters also place player consequences more fully in their hands as opposed to yours. Because they're the ones choosing to rest. They know what the stakes are and they're doing it anyway. It feels a lot less unfair when they're the ones making the decision rather than you rolling something behind the screen. And what are the negative somebody might see with the random encounters? Uh, it's a little bit harder as a DM to maybe roll with things. You don't know exactly what they're going to wind up fighting if you're using a table. And I do not plan out all of my random encounters. I know what the monster does. I will I will throw it at them. But you may not. You'll have to do more in the moment decisions than you would with your storyline encounters. The other thing is some of these random encounters, they can vary wildly in CR. It can make it a little bit difficult to balance and can make things potentially deadly if they're, they decide to, to cut through a heavily infested area. They run into two random encounters and they roll high on the table both times. So there's a lot more variance in, in what they will have to face there. And then the other main thing, which we've hit on already, is that it can detract from your overarching story a little bit. Uh, story encounter pros would be that it keeps everything on brand because you're setting it up. You know what this themed adventure is about. It's about green dragons defending a ruined keep in the forest, and that's what this random this story encounter does if you if you trigger it. Story encounters can be tailor made for the exact party. You're building it specifically for them. You can set it to whatever CR you know that you want for that. And then finally, these along with that. You can prep a story encounter ahead of time for easier presentation. That's not always a good thing, because I think sometimes that improv is what brings out the coolest bits of story. But if you're just worried about, I don't want to be at a loss in front of my players, the story encounter kind of helps keep from that. Yeah. Uh, and as we get into the cons of this, like we said, with story encounters, make sure you have a reason for it being there. Tie it into your story, or it will. there is a risk that it will feel like you're just padding yeah, your content it removes kind of the 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 chance of what may happen and it places more larger burden on yourself for being prepared and having everything ready to go at the table you have to know exactly what your encounter does you have you have to know all the ins and outs of it so there is more prep work going into it and i mean that that leads us straight into the third point is prep time most of us are working full-time jobs you've got other hobbies you enjoy as well and you're preparing a game for your friends you want to utilize your prep time efficiently well and that's that's a skill that i think you have to learn at some point is that improv of encounters i think is is so important to be able to do on the fly and if if you are planning out every single encounter completely like these are the monsters this is where they're going to come from these are the abilities that they're going to use that's all well and good but at some point if you imagine a imagine a world where you could show up to the table and know what the last encounter is going to be like but just rolled on charts and we're able to roll with it for the whole first two hours at some point because we've got our our D &D, uh games going now yeah um at some point i think maybe i'll release some of my notes for what i prepare for because i probably prepare on, on the low end of the spectrum, I put in some basic notes about what I know I want to happen, things I know I want said, but I make up a lot of it. This The the first game we had in my campaign, the whole back half I left uh, without notes, and we just kind of rolled with it with what had already been happening with 
character interactions and it, it cut down on my prep time but it is a little bit more difficult to run when you get to those encounters with your your creatures and stuff i think that's going to do it for our discussion about random encounters and story encounters and the differences between them we are going to have up with this a post uh, on our facebook page that is going to give you a fun little table that you can roll on uh, for encounters around a campfire. Maybe just some different things, as because I know one of the things that every uh, adventuring party has to roll for is a night watch and what if they encounter something. And so we're going to come up with some maybe different sort of things when you're tired of them stumbling across leopards and goblins in the dark. What's something that something a little bit different? So uh, be sure to check that out on our Facebook page and let us know what you think. We'll see you next time. Later.